Welcome to the Kingsman Podcast, brought to you by ACF Forge Men's Ministry. In this podcast, we dig into the Bible using SOAP notes. Now, SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. A great way to get a little more out of your daily study. So let's dive in and see what God's got for us. Are you recording? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I am recording. Jeez. (laughs) Let's talk about anger. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, welcome back. Um, This is going to be a fun one. Mm -hmm. We were tested. Good Lord. Yeah, so uh, today Dan is is out. He is, uh, I don't know where he is. Valdez, I think. Valdez or someplace cool, something mm-hmm. out, out doing something. And uh, so today, Dan, uh, Johnny and myself are going to, we get to talk about anger. <laughs> and we got prepped for it this morning. So. Dude, if it could go wrong, it went wrong. And good Lord. And what you don't know is after all that, before I got down here at, I don't know, like 930 to get set up and ready to go. And I didn't have the right cords. I had to oh, drive no. back to my house. <laughs> That'll produce anger. Dude, it's... Mm. <laughs> so it's fitting. And I didn't know what we were talking about today either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe God has a sense of humor. So. Jeez, yeah. Anyway, so we're in James 1, chapter... No. Yep. James, James 1, verse 20. Mm-hmm. Can you read that for us? For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. It's funny how anger can... can Blind you. I mean, I guess everyone hears that blind rage and all that kind of junk, but... It's true. You just don't think straight when you're pissed. Mm -mm. And you don't have to be in a big rage. I mean, even just a little bit of anger, even just a little bit of pissed offedness is enough to detract you a little bit from your normal thinking. A stupid SD card that says it can't record will get you to that point Mm -hmm. quick. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Especially when the replacement then is protected. <laughs> right? Mm. But third time's the charm. Third time's the charm. Yeah. So let me, uh, I want to read this whole passage, this whole little bit, but I'm going to read it out of the message. Uh, so this is 19 through 21. Post this in all intersections, dear friends. Lead with your eyes, follow with your tongue, and let anger struggle along in the rear. God's righteousness does not grow from human anger. So throw all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. In simple humility, let our gardener, God, landscape you with the word, making so making a salvation garden of your life. Oh, I love the message, man. Mm. That's pretty that's good stuff. Yeah. So we should probably soap this thing all, huh? Right. So what's your uh I got to thinking. So, so my observation was is that anger out of our hearts, if our hearts are not aligned with God, is not going to be righteous. And so, I've got on here that, you know, from reading that passage, avoid flashes of anger, uh, and that whatever anger I have, don't let it lead me into sin. And I got to thinking in the past, I've heard when people's talked about anger, they always talk about Jesus's anger when he overturned the tables of the money changers in the mm. temple. Tends to be their go-to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I was thinking about that. And so people, you know, say, oh, well, that's a righteous anger because they were defiling the father's house and stuff like that. And I got to thinking, you know, Jesus, uh, he made a regular uh, uh, 
habit of going to the temple. Years and years of his life, he went to the temple. And so mm-hmm. he saw those tables every single year. And so he chose to act when he did as he was kind of coming up towards his, uh, I can't remember if it was actually uh, during the time he was going to be crucified or close to it. I don't remember, but it was getting pretty close. And so it's like he had to have felt that righteous anger down through the years, but he chose to channel that anger and control that anger until the right moment to act and display his anger. Mm. And I thought that's a good illustration of, because a lot of times I think humans, and I know I do, when we get angry, our tendency is to flash, to mm. to take action immediately. Uh or we let it simmer and create bitterness within us. And Jesus mm-hmm. wasn't a bitter person. It seemed like he handled his anger the right way. He knew he had a plan and a time to express that anger at the right time and in the right way. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking about this uh, this last part of this verse. It's it's very I don't know what the right word is for it. Like flower child feel sound to it, right? <laughs> like make a salvation garden in your life. Um, Kumbaya, man. right? It <laughs> doesn't really hit me in the feels. That's just not who doesn't speak to me. But the whole garden thing. So my wife, we have this section in front of our house that is just kind of it's an odd shape. It's a little weird, and she's tried to do a garden in it. And mm-hmm. I mean, we get flowers that come up and stuff. But uh, she had a friend come over. I think this last so last spring, and uh, just went to town on this thing just tore stuff up pulled Mm. these plants out moved this and just it was chaos and we had probably the best garden we've had Mm -hmm. all all uh, the whole time we've been at this house and uh i got to thinking that gardening is gardening is invasive and there's a lot of moving things there's pulling stuff up there's trimming there's cutting there's a lot of stuff that's not comfortable and it doesn't look super awesome when you're done with the initial gardening with that that first part of the gardening Mm -hmm. and you know you were talking you know there's that time piece that goes into that is you know we're gonna be uh i totally lost my train of thought on this (laughs) gardening it takes time i I know (laughs) it takes time to produce the lushness (laughs) yeah um you know with with that that anger because man we especially as guys we have anger and like you said it's that flash that tends to happen Mm -hmm. and uh i think that understanding anger is probably a better thing for us to work on instead of removing it. Mm -hmm. Because as men, especially, I can't speak for women because I'm not a woman, but (laughs) (laughs) I'll go ahead and speak for them. We have for years, (laughs) centuries. (laughs) Uh, For the most part, I mean, mankind, we tend to uh, think that we need to cut all anger out. Mm -hmm. We can't be angry. You know, it says right there, uh, lead with your eyes, follow with your tongue, let anger struggle along in the rear. So anger can't be the first thing. But the other side of that is, is we're going to be angry. Mm-hmm. There are things going to happen in our lives that are going to make us angry. And I think we need to also realize that we need to have the humility to let our gardener work in that. And this, patience. Yeah. And time. You know, my, my wife's friend, these plants that were set, they were had roots, they were set in, they were established. You know, and she just ripped them out, move it over here, push this over there, change this around. I don't think we actually went and bought new stuff. She just moved everything, hmm. trimmed a whole bunch of stuff up, and holy crap, made it look so much nicer. So in our anger, 
Are we leading with our eyes and following with our tongue? Are we working on slowing it? Because I want to say that's what the ESV says, right? Mm-hmm. In that first part of that. Uh, yeah, the ESV it. version is, uh, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't say, don't be angry. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times... Uh, we're not God. We're only human. And so we cannot realistically remove anger. What we end up doing is stuffing it, which is not healthy either. Mm, and yeah. so that's that's key, just learning how to deal with that anger. You know, I was thinking about your, your thing about a garden, and I got to think about, I grew up in uh, a rural area of Tennessee. And so my dad, he, he grew up as a farmer. Uh, he wasn't a farmer as an adult. He worked at another job. But he and my mother made this huge garden. It wasn't this little English country-style garden. It was this, like, half-acre field that dad got on his Massey Ferguson tractor and tore it up. <laughs> and then we went out there and planted it. And in the springtime, it looked rough. It was just bare earth. Yeah. Uh, but you get to about the late June, 1st of July, and you walk out through that garden, and it is lush. Mm-hmm. And there's all things growing. There's stuff you can eat. And, you know, I think that's the way uh, that we have to handle our lives with anger. You know, I think that Salvation Garden, just thinking about to my, that did resonate with me a little bit because I remembered my, my dad and my mom's garden when I was growing up and how lush it was. And it took time and it took effort to do that. And I think in us, in our lives with God, you know, I think that's part of, um, and I'm kind of stealing away into my application here, but, you know, I think that comes to where we have to daily be in prayer and reading of mm-hmm. His Word um, for our purpose today on the topic of anger. That's, that's you know, that prayer and that reading of the Word, that's how God builds within us that wisdom and patience to know how to handle our mm-hmm. anger and how to express it. And it's like a literally a garden that He's building in us. So... I remember when I was uh, actually coming coming here this morning, Brandon, I saw uh, a person on the highway uh, do something I didn't understand. So uh, there's a police officer off on the shoulder, and of course, you're supposed to pull into the left-hand lane to give him room. And so I pulled into the left-hand lane, and this car in front of me immediately shifted back into the right-hand mm, lane and got close to the police officer. And I was going, what are they doing? I don't understand this person. I felt a flash of righteous anger. <laughs> but then I started thinking, oh, they're in a little bitty car. They were behind another big truck. They couldn't see the police officer. All they saw was me getting behind them. And so they probably thought, hey, I'm going to let this guy pass me and get in the right hand. Oh, there's a police officer. And so, you know, I didn't know what that person was doing, but they Mm -hmm. couldn't see the police officer, you know, once I thought about it. And so at the beginning, I had some scorn and self-righteousness and unrighteous anger within me. But once I saw the situation for what it was, it was like, oh, I see. I see exactly what they did now, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's just a stupid little analogy from our commute here this morning but it's like that's that's how we handle anger a lot of times we you know we feel self-righteous or we feel wronged and or you know we that's why it's so key being slow to speak and especially quick to hear to hear and understand because that's that's where we start sorting through does this really need to be a righteous anger is this offend some principle of god or is this Mm. just offend my selfishness that's good Mm. i think we we go the other way really quick with the well we put our emotions on God's righteousness. Mm-hmm. We do the other, the opposite of what this is telling us, right? Oh, yeah. We just, well, if I'm pissed about it, obviously God's going to be pissed about right? it. Right, because it offends me. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I like God, so obviously. It's like, no. I, yeah, that's good. So, um, one thing that I really, really liked is, uh, I think it's verse 21, therefore put away all 
faithfulness and rampart wickedness receive the meekness and implanted word. So I, re- I like that. But then there's uh, the message, man. Again, I love how it just makes it a little bit more vivid. Mm-hmm. So throw away all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. In simple humility, let our gardener God landscape you with the word. Um, I think that you kind of hit on that too. That the, I love the image of the spoiled virtue. Have you ever opened up a gallon of milk that had turned? Oh, that's so nasty. It's just this, just hits you in the face, spoiled grossness. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had that <laughs> vision in my head of our virtue turning to that. Just we we think we're being right. Like you thought with this dude on the highway, how dare you pull into this lane with this cop? Mm-hmm. We have this, we, we put our emotions and our thoughts and our agenda ahead of God's and our virtue just sours. Mm-hmm. And the second part of that, that cancerous evil. Cancer doesn't normally hit you, right? It's not like, you you know, a broken bone or something where man, there's a, there's something that hits you, snap, broke. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a slow building thing. Over time. Oh yeah. And it slowly eats away at your body, eats away at your heart, eats away at your mind. Mm-hmm. So the two, the two thoughts on there is when we're, we're not protecting our virtue, when my ideals are getting in the way of what God's trying to do. And it just turns to a cancer that just eats away and turns into anger. Mm-hmm. And you can see that I'm a little bit of a history nerd, so you can see that through history, you know, with the hate that people build up, you know, and it's like, I like to read a lot of World War II stuff and just, you know, Hitler tapped into a a deep hate of the Mm. Jewish people, you know, and that just, um, it was a cancer that was growing through society and then it just flared up in that Holocaust, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's an extreme example, but it's true in our own personal lives as well, you know, where, you know, somebody does a wrong to you or perceived uh, something against you and, um, if you don't flash into them, it just builds up over time and creates all kinds of issues. You see that a lot of times in just families and 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 issues between uh, boyfriends and girlfriends, husbands and wives, and and just within family members. And it's like it is that's a good way of describing anger as a cancer because it eats away at everything else. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's interesting that the Bible says that anger itself is not a sin, but it's usually the things that anger comes out of is mm-hmm. that what makes it a sin and our actions and on it. So it's kind of interesting. It's it feels like it says to control it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say get rid of it. Doesn't say don't have it. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand or don't think about is that nowhere does it say don't be angry. Mm-hmm. It says be slow to anger and do it with the right do it the right way. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people feel, you know, I got anger issues. I just can't be angry. So like you said earlier, they stuff it. Mm-hmm. And we've all seen that person. I mean, I've worked with uh, with youth quite a bit. And you all, I can always remember that one kid, right, that just had anger problems. Just mm-hmm. fists clenched, jaw clenched when you're talking to him, just pissed off. And he's just stuffing that anger down because don't let it show. Mm-hmm. Instead of learning to control. So... Deal with it in a healthy manner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. I was trying to think back to times in my life when I had anger that was kind of unrighteous, you know, out of selfish reasons and stuff like that, you know. And it's like the times when I actually did handle it okay, I either just gave myself some time and just allowed myself to think about, hey, it's really stupid being angry about this. Or it, I would actually go talk to the person and say, hey, 
this thing over here, it, it made me angry. I know I'm being a little bit selfish on this, but I just wanted to get it out and talk it over with you a little mm-hmm. bit. And generally, uh, that worked out a lot better than me either stuffing it or flashing at the person and then having to go back later and apologize. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Only wish that that was... I wish I'd done that more than, mm. than the way I, uh, you know, handled my anger, like beat up a, a innocent bucket or something like that. <laughs> <in my anger. laughs> right. Well, we talked the uh, podcast or two ago about uh, wounds, mm. right? And man, for men, I think this is one of the biggest things that creates wounds is holding on to anger that we shouldn't be holding on to. Mm-hmm. And letting that flare, because when you're trying to hold and control that stuff, that not let that get out of control and you're doing it in an unhealthy way, it just breeds. Mm. And it's going to spill out. Yeah. Eventually. Yep. Yeah. um, I know you kind of hit your application there a little bit. Mine was, uh, I struggled with this a little bit of where, what, what to do in this, for this application. I feel like there's so many routes to go, but I think I focused in on that first little bit of, of chapter 19 mm. or <laughs> chapter verse 19. <laughs> verse, 19. <laughs> um, verse 20 was, was great, but being slow to speak, quick to hear and slow, slow to speak. I think that was where I kind of came back to and focused it on a little bit because personally I can be very slow to physically speak, but very quick to mentally speak. Mm. Oh Yeah. That's not healthy either. It's mm-hmm. the same thing of... That can produce a false righteousness almost. Yeah. Like. Yeah. My application is focusing in on those to focus in on the verse, the text we went through. So, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah, mine, uh, just building up on what I said earlier, is just to kind of pray. And I usually, I'm trying to pray. Right now I'm praying that God gives me more patience with just daily stuff. Because what I found is that... Uh, I'll just get it like, you know, in the drive home, I just, little things just irritate me. Like, you know, uh, your, your An card, being, card yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, even if it's only just a few moments that it still distracts you from the course of your day. And so I've been trying to get better about that, about just those little bitty things that just, just have patience with them and just let them flow over and through me without stuffing them. And so I'm trying to pray for that and, 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 just trying to build, I guess the word about build up more patience in my heart, mm. I guess. And yeah, that's still I, a work in progress. I don't know if this is, this helps or not, or if this is a weird rabbit trail, but uh, you know, there's multiple groups we're part of and, you know, Bible studies and we both lead a Bible study and uh, there's community there. Mm. Um, hanging out with other men, other guys, there's always something that gets under their skin that doesn't mind. And True. vice versa. Oh yeah. I am sure you're probably looking at me like, really? You're you're pissed about an SD card? <laughs> Slow down, it's okay. <laughs> right? Whereas I'll look at you and go, traffic, eh, whatever. Right. So like mm-hmm. as you if you're trying to face this on your own, it's just gonna keep getting worse and worse and worse. And eventually I'm gonna, you know, snap an SD card in half. Mm-hmm. But if you're dealing with these things with other men, uh, other people they can kind of speak some truth into into those those spots. Ooh, that's good. Give you some perspective. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's uh we've talked about it before about being being real, I guess, and authentic, you know. And uh I know our pastor Brian here, he's talked about that in the past about being authentic and real with people. And you know, I think especially in a church environment, there's a uh, a tendency, there's a 
proneness to play act like, Mm -hmm. oh, that doesn't make me angry. I have to display Christ-like patience Mm -hmm. with this. And you're not being authentic and real. And and it helps if you're talking to some brothers saying, hey, this made me mad. Traffic made me mad. This Mm -hmm. stupid little SDS card made me mad. And that's okay. It's good Mm -hmm. to share that. And oh, that's good. I like that, Brandon, because just that community, just being authentic and sharing that gives you perspective to help you deal with that more so than you could on your own. That's good stuff. Yep. I actually just had a conversation similar to that with a with a, a gentleman where he just was able to say, I'm pissed at a situation. Mm. I'm like, yeah. Cool. Well, I think pretty much to the end of that one. You want to pray for us? Yeah. Pray us out of this one. Father, we just want to thank you for this, uh, for the gift of your word, Lord, the wisdom that it contains and the guidance that it has for our lives, Lord. And on these verses about anger, Lord, just give us wisdom, uh, how we deal with our anger. Let us not stuff it or display it in an unrighteous manner, but deal with it and work in our hearts and help us, uh, help us deal with our anger, Lord, in a way that is righteous to you. And, and Lord, help us, um, support one another, uh, and help one another deal with each other's frustrations and anger in our lives. Cause you never meant for us to live this life alone, Lord. And Lord, we just want to just thank you for this ability to meet together with community, with our brothers and with our sisters and Christ and, and just help us deal with issues like anger. And Lord, just help us always, uh, those moments when we do need to display anger, let it be righteous and aligned with your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we got some cool stuff coming up here uh, for uh, men in Eagle River. We have at the end of April, <laughs> I almost said August, at the end of April, we have uh, a Beast Feast coming up. Now, this is a pretty, this is an amazing event. If you have a friend out there who is not a believer or, you know, you, that, that guy you've kind of just been talking to and working on, a coworker, whatever it is, this is an event where you can come, you can see some amazing hunting stuff, some cool videos, eat some great food, and just hear the gospel in a, in a great way from a gentleman named Justin Gibbons from a TV show called Limitless Outdoors. Uh, so it's going to be a great night. If you're interested in that, it's $25 a ticket. Uh, it's going to be April 30th from 6 to 8.30 p.m., so not not super long. Tickets are available at acfak.org backslash beastfeast. That was a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have a pig there. Yeah, smoked pig, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're yeah. going to be doing all the barbecue fixings and amazingness. It's going to so be good. good. So don't miss that. So go uh, go get yourself a ticket and buy a friend a ticket and drag them along. And uh, as always, we have uh, our Facebook account you can check out, which is Forge Men's Ministry. Uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff on there. You can find the Beast Feast info and everything on there as well. And uh, whatever platform you listen to us on, whether it is iTunes, Google, Stitcher, whatever those are, uh, go on and subscribe to the podcast, like the podcast, and share that podcast. Put it out there for someone who may need to hear it. So, All right. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon.